This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Are you ready for the Saturday quiz? I hope so because that's what you're listening to. My name is John Leary and on this podcast I am joined every week by a different pair of guests who try to answer the 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper. This week I have another returning guest and they've brought along a friend for their first go at the quiz. They're both comedians with shows coming up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. One of them is from our nation's capital, Canberra, and the other is from another nation's capital, Caracas. Welcome to the show, Kirsty Webeck and Ivan Arestigieta. Hello, John. Hello. Hi. I can't believe you nailed Ivan's name and, and not mine. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Webeck. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I was I was all concentrating on on Ivan's name and then hey look Ivan's is the trickier one so <laughs> don't yeah. you even worry and you've done it you've done it before Kirsty yeah so this is... you've said it you've said it before yeah I've yeah. probably said it but I probably said it wrong then as well my apologies this is the level of love that I get from Johnny but uh, but new guests <laughs> he pulls yeah, out the red get all the all the concern all the love how are you both. Great legend. I'm wonderful, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you very much. I am very Even well. I'm in Adelaide. You're in Adelaide. Yeah, how's it going? It's great. Uh, Adelaide Fringe started and um, I'm here doing my show, Happy Puppy. Happy Puppy. And Kirsty, you're on your way to Adelaide in about a week? Yes, that's correct. I open on March 8th. Brilliant. But it's best not to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is your show, Silver Linings. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm very excited about opening the show, but there's that real pre-opening stress that I think a lot of us have for like a week or two before our show's open, so I'm in the thick of that currently. Yeah, right. But, Ivan, you're, you're away. You're doing it. No, that stress doesn't, doesn't go until a bit over a week since you start the show. <laughs> So I'm still. <laughs> so you're still in the middle of that as well. I'm in the middle of that, yeah. And you're both coming to Melbourne to do your shows at the festival there. Absolutely, yes. we're we're both doing the full run. You're doing the full run, Kirsty. I am doing the full run. Yes. So I think we're, we've got 23 or 24 shows or something. It's very exciting. Uh, had a wonderful uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival last year. So. Really excited about this year as well. Excellent. And, and Melbourne's selling well. I think uh, 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 the Melbourne audiences are like, okay, we're done. We've done with lockdowns and, and not going now. Let's do this. And ticket sales are going really well. well uh, quite different from Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. Okay, now <laughs> let me ask you this. Before we get into the questions proper, let me ask you, do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh. Cooking. Oh yeah. Food and sumo wrestling. Oh right, they're your they're your kind of areas of expertise. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah. Cooking and sumo <laughs> wrestling. Do yeah. you have anything that you kind of you know whip out at parties and sort of go, hey, did you know that the longest river in blah 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 or something like that? No, no, not like no. that. What I what I whip out in in parties is like. 
Did you know there's the, you can watch sumo uh, tournaments online and, and people go, what? You watch sumo tournaments online? Like, yeah, I do. I started doing that during lockdown and I wow. love it. What is it about <laughs> sumo wrestling that you like so much? Well, it's uh, my girlfriend and I, we both have a, a thing for Japan. We're one of those people who love anything Japanese. And we were bored during lockdown. I was browsing the, the portal of NHK, which is sort of like the ABC of Japan. And they have a full portal with a, a lot of content in English about Japan. And I discovered they, oh, had, wow. they had summer tournaments. And um, Alicia said that uh, her mom, who lived in Japan for a while, love to go to sumo so she was interested and and it became the thing so a, a tournament goes for two weeks and uh we watch uh, the highlights for two weeks that's a half an hour video and every night we, we were excited so that's our thing now it's it's a it's a bonding wow. activity for my girlfriend and i that's and we brilliant. love it what about you kirsty how into sumo wrestling are you uh not at all <laughs> I've never delved into the world, um, but I'm very pleased for Ivan that he loves it so much. Ivan loves sumo wrestling so much that his puppy is called Sumo. Yes. Oh, that's very cute. Yes. That's a cute name. I like yeah. it. Is yeah. it a little fat little puppy? No, no. It's it's tiny. It's a tiny puppy. It's a multi-shih tzu slash fox terrier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that screams sumo to me. All right. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Kirsty Wiebeck and Ivan Aristigieta. Here we go. Question number one. Which Asian country was formerly called Siam? Ivan. <laughs> you don't have to buzz in. That's all I, right. I, it's I, not, a, not a competition. You're, you're... I don't uh, Vietnam? It wasn't Vietnam, no. Okay. Do you have a guess, Kirsty? Oh, my gosh. I'm having such a mental blank and... <laughs> I know it's something that I know, so it's like I'm feeling um, internally embarrassed. It's nice that we can blame it on pandemic brain, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, Thailand. It is Thailand. Yeah, well done. Oh, what a relief. I was never going to recover from that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got it. I'm going to assume that you don't know when it was changed. To Thailand. Why would you assume that? <laughs> I mean, you're reaching for the answer a little bit, but it was changed on June 23rd, 1939. There was a guy, Field Marshal Plek Fibbensongkam. I think I'm saying his name correctly. This is a whole episode of saying people's names probably incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. He was a uh, Thai military officer and politician who served as the Prime Minister of Thailand from 1938 to 1944 and then again from 1948 to 1957. He was one of the leaders of the 1932 revolution and coup d'etat and during his first term as PM, inspired somewhat by Mussolini, he behaved a little dictatorial and oversaw a nationalistic transformation of Siam 
encouraging the adoption of Western practices, and he changed the name of the country on June 23rd, 1939. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I've got a question. I've got a question. Does, does that mean that Siamese cats are Thai cats? Is that, is that a Thai breed? Well, yeah, I, I guess it is. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yvonne, you just reminded me of a tweet I saw this morning where somebody wrote, Hi, just letting you know that in Burma we call Burmese cats cats. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so I guess in, in Thailand, Siamese cats are just called cats as well. Cats, yeah. yeah. This is a cat. All right, well done. Here we go, question number two. Which of these is a Neil Diamond song? Is it A, Red Red Wine, B, Green Green Grass of Home, C, Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree, or D, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue? So which colour song is a Neil Diamond one? <laughs> Neither got, of you huge, Neil Diamond fans? I'm huge gonna... Neil Diamond fan here. <laughs> I'm going to say D. D, you're going with Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue? And I'm going to go for yeah. the yellow one, for the ribbon. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. <laughs> now, let me tell you, D is not the right answer. That was uh, I, written by I, I Richard it... Lee and recorded by American country music singer Crystal Gale. That's so funny because I could hear it in my head and I was like, it's not Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> not Neil Diamond. But, but anyway. nor is Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree. That was recorded by Tony Orlando and a band called Dawn. So you're down to Green Green Grass of Home or Red Red Wine. Okay. What do you think, Kirsty? Uh, uh, Why don't one of you go one way and the other go the other? Okay, I'll go Red oh. Red Wine because I know UB40 is famous for just doing covers. And Red Red Wine is just a song. Is I remember, I know UB40 made it popular, but I don't, it might be a cover. I'm going to go Red Red Wine. Well, yes, it is indeed. Red Red Wine. Wow. That was written. Performed and recorded by Neil Diamond in 1967. Wow. But you're right. UB40 topped the charts with their version in 1983. Ivan, you're yeah. so smart because I was going, no, Red Red Wine's the only one that I know and I know it's by UB40. Ivan, yeah. you're a genius. I think they didn't, they didn't <laughs> record any song, any originals. I think they were all covers. I don't actually know if they recorded any original songs. I think they might have, but, but certainly Red Red Wine, the version that they had heard, was a reggae version. Uh, I can't remember the artist's name, but they assumed the whole time that it was a a, a reggae song that wow. they were wow. covering. Apparently, Neil Diamond has said that he actually prefers their version, and when he performs it, he does it more in their their orchestration, their styling. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. So he he covers their cover of his own original <laughs> He covers song. their cover. Yeah. <laughs> that's not eco-friendly. There's too much too much packaging. <laughs> okay, question number three. Richard Buckman is is a pen name used by which famous writer? So Richard Buckman, B A C H M A N. No, no ideas. No ideas. Oh, yeah, but the oh, I was going to say J.K. Rowling. No, not J.K. She, um, she uses what's the? I can't remember her. I'm segment. sorry for bringing her up. She's awful. But <laughs> yeah, turfs, turfs out. 
Um, she's the worst. But um, well, this guy she's... is not the worst. It's the pen name of a male American author. Ah, and you would, you definitely know of this author, okay, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not it's, Neil uh, Gaiman. No, Ga- no, Neil. It Ga- is Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King. I said Gaiman, but a uh, Gaiman. What is that, Neil Gaiman? Neil-, Neil Gaiman. Is he American or 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 British? Oh, that's a good question. He is British. But but Kirsty, you got the, you got <laughs> Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. Can we focus on the more important part? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got it. You got it. You got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he created Richard Buckman when his publisher said, "No, you can't. You can't write more than one book a year. You can't publish more than one book a year." So because he was so prolific, he said, "All right, well, I'll just publish one book a year." But at the same time, Richard Buckman's going to put out a few books oh. in in the same time. Yeah. Wow. What a nerd. No, just kidding. (laughs) What a successful nerd. So successful. Such a great writer. Big fan. Are you a big fan? Yeah, of his writing. Yeah, I didn't know any of that about Richard Buckman. I knew that he had, uh, he did have a pen name. I didn't know it was Richard Buckman and I didn't know it was for that reason either. He also, do you know the, um, what's the TV show? Sons of Anarchy. Do you know that? TV show, the motorbike yep. gang TV show. Stephen King actually appears in that show as Richard Buckman. Wow. wow. Isn't that funny? Jeez. What a double life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number four. The Latin word nox, N-O-X, means what in English? Mm. Ivan, you're multilingual. Okay, I'm gonna uh, nut, like a tree nut. No, not no, not nut. Maybe it, don't or or negative negatory. <laughs> like not. Yeah. Uh, no, it, we have used it in English to give us the word nocturnal. So it's night. It is night. Wow. Yeah. Nox. Means night <laughs> in Latin. I was, trying, I was giving Kirsty's time to answer, but she, looking at her face, she was... I was having a micro sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd lost consciousness. <laughs> now it makes sense because it's the word equinox. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Equinox. Equinox. Nocturnal. I don't know if they used it for still knocks. I don't know if that's their <laughs> intention. Oh, uh, that's the, the sleeping sleep drug. medication. Very good. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. All right, question number five. What is the maximum number of Michelin stars that can be awarded to a restaurant? Three. Three is the right answer. Woohoo! <gasps> and that was so bold of me to interject when I'm on with the great chef himself, well, Yeah, Ivan. On, on a food restaurant question. You, you got I'm it. Sorry for, Three. You nailed I'm it. I'm sorry though, for treading it? on your toes, Ivan. But, but I'm proud of you. I'm just proud. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it feels that I, I feel this warm feeling inside of me, like. <laughs> Have either of you been to a three star, three Michelin star restaurant? Never. No, never. Never. No. No. Do you know what the number one restaurant, according to Michelin, is in the world at the moment? Uh, no. I I know El Bulli was number one for, for yeah a for few, a very long time for a very long time, but I know which I don't know which one's the one at the moment. It, it's another Spanish restaurant. Oh. It is called Azumen, Azumendi. Oh. Does that mean something? In, in, no. Uh, 
in Spanish? It could be it could be Basque. It could be a Basque name. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah doesn't right. sound like a word in Spanish. Maybe it's just my pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to go to to Osteria Francescana in Italy, which, the, which is uh, is this the guy who rescued the Parmesan cheese after an earthquake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Chef. Yeah, what is his name? Massimo, Massimo Bottura, Bottura, Massimo yeah. Bottura. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So the story is goes, Kirsty, it- that Parmesan cheese, the Parmigiano Reggiano, they they had this this massive uh, warehouses where the traditional cheese that takes years to, and there's so much money in each wheel of cheese. Right, and they enormous wheels of cheese. So there was an earthquake, really and, yeah. and all the cheese fell over, and they all broke, and it was like a, a, a massive tragedy. So he popularized the Parmesan cheese with other recipes and make make the Parmesan cheese more um, accessible for for the non Italians and and, yeah. and and he rescued the area and and, and uh, yeah with, wow. a, with a, a particular recipe of the cacio e pepe the cacio e pepe which is just cheese and Parmesan and cheese and, 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 and pepper and pepper <laughs> yeah. yeah I know that one oh amazing. Yeah. That's a cool story. Yeah. It is, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Kirsty Wiebeck and Ivan Arestegieta. Okay, question number six. Which American football team won Super Bowl 56 this month? Oh, I just... I'm, I'm sorry that the sports... Sports question isn't a um, isn't a sumo wrestling question. <laughs> was but it the Rams? Uh, but did, yeah, you had the answer. Very well done, Kirsty. It was the LA Rams. I thought the, the winner was... Oh, yeah. Look at me excelling in the sporting field. Wow. But that, that, that's your thing, Kirsty. Did you, did you watch it, Kirsty or Ivan? No, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not into it. <laughs> What 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 I heard from the news is that the winner of the night was hip hop. Yeah, the halftime show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Hip hop from like twenty years ago. Yeah. was the winner. Absolutely. Yeah, the the L.A. Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, started as the Cleveland Rams, then moved to L.A. in nineteen forty six. Then they became the St. Louis Rams in the nineties before returning to Los Angeles in two thousand sixteen making them the only franchise to win a championship representing three different cities. Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Good on you, Rams. Yeah. Up the Rams. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right, question number seven. With its name derived from a French word meaning curled or ringed, what is a looped, woven or knitted fabric with a characteristically rough appearance? What? <laughs> so there's there's this fabric that's mm-hmm. used it's used mostly in upholstery and it sort of has like that knobbly um appearance uh which is caused by uh, the way that it that it's um 
created, I guess. I'm going to wing it. It's sort of knitted together. I'm going to wing because it sounds French, but it might not be French. Is it corduroy? It's not corduroy. No, that's a good guess, though. I can see it visually. Ivan? No, I don't. All right, because it is the, it's pretty much the French word for curled. It starts with B. What's Spanish for for curled? Well, riso, which is like 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 hair curls. Uh, uh-huh. Rizado, riso with the, that's R I Z O. Well, it's absolutely no. not related to that. <laughs> yeah, Kirsty starts with B. Starts with B. Yeah. Oh, and I'll be honest, I had not heard of this type of fabric. Well, if you haven't, I certainly haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe shall I just tell you? I think so. Oh wait, go, how about a second letter just for a lull? Okay. Well, it ends. What about I tell you this? It ends with a kind of in a typically French way with an e with an umlaut over over the top or a you know. A oh yes, whatever, an whatever accent. Yes. Yes. Um, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> a bolle. Oh, um, you're very close. It's boucle. Oh, boucle. Oh. Did you boucle. know that? Boucle. No. Oh. You know, I, I studied French for seven years and oh. we absolutely never covered off on curl. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> we never made it to the curl section of the curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you had some kind of recognition of that. Yeah, you know. boucle. That's the other word that I forgot. That's a word in Spanish. Bucles is. Oh, that's a Spanish word. It's like the 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 hair curl that is like very thick, like Shirley Temple kind of curl. Ah. But I forgot that word. Now that you said it, makes sense. Yeah. So I I wasn't an idiot. Yeah. I wasn't an idiot to to help you down that road, (laughs) but um. And you you were the idiot because you couldn't remember. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yes, I am. No, hey, you did your best. You did your best, Ivan. Yeah. That's all we can ask of you. All right. Question number eight. Which pantry item is colloquially known as Cocky's Joy? Oh. Now. Cereal? Not cereal. <laughs> Cocky's Joy. Now, do, you know what a, do you know what a cocky is? Is it like a little cockatoo, like a bird? No, it's not, it's, it's not a cockatoo. I have no I idea. I thought it was a cockatoo <laughs> as well. No, no I yeah. said birdseed. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not birdseed. A cocky in this instance, a cocky is a small farmer. And what was the term again? Cocky is what? Cocky's joy. The joy so of it's the something, farmer. A biscuit. It, well, no, it's not biscuits, although it is an ingredient in an Anzac biscuit. Oats. Oats. Not oats. Keep going. Molasses. Golden syrup. Golden syrup is oh, the right answer. Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Cocky's joy is golden syrup. Are we keeping score? Because I ah. think Kirsty is destroying me. No, we're not. We're on the same team. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, and I are getting the answers. We don't, we don't care who wins. Yeah, don't worry about it. Very well done. All right, question number nine. True or false? Iron is heavier than gold. And there's a bonus point for naming the chemical symbols for iron and gold. Okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll say that that's false. And the chemical iron might, might be Fe. That's correct. And gold, uh, maybe Au. 
is also correct. Yeah. And you're correct. It is false. Because gold gold has a density of 19.3 grams per cubed centimetre, whereas iron's is way lower at only 7.874 grams per cubic centimetre. So mnemonic, to remember the the symbols is FE is ferrous, which is iron, and and AU auburn, like auburn hair, gold. Oh, yeah, well... Uh, you, you're right. Um, in Latin, iron is ferrum, and the Latin name for gold is aurum. And did you know that iron is, by mass, the most common element on Earth? I didn't know that. Wow. wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Well, why am I always iron deficient? <laughs> it's everywhere. Why are you iron deficient? You can pretty much pick it up anywhere. <laughs> It's, it's more common than oxygen. Wow. Not in my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're up to the final question. Question number 10. The Gregorian calendar was named after someone holding what position? Missionary. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a million miles away. It, um, it was a, dog. a Gregorian monk. Not a Gregorian monk. Downward dog. <laughs> Yogi. <laughs> but but you're getting even closer now. A Gregorian cocky. <laughs> <laughs> so it was someone called Gregory. Yeah, Gregory. And he, what was his role? Or what What did he? Oh. He was Pope. He was okay. yeah. One of the popes. Oh. I only oh. got it because you said I said monk and you went, you're, you're close. Yeah. It, maybe, oh, was, I was going to yeah, say accountant. Yeah. It was Gregory the <laughs> accountant. Yeah, Greg. Gre- Greg is the name <laughs> of an accountant, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yes, Absolutely. it was Pope Gregory the 13th. Oh, nice. Yeah. We, we, I think we've done pretty well, Kirsty. I think. I think you've done very well. I think well. so too. Yeah. It was a very challenging one. Uh, th- there were some real tricky ones. Yeah. The bouclet. Bouclet. Who who knew that? Bouclet. Certainly not us. Certainly no, not, a, not, us. not us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to take one last little break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ivan Restigieta, Kirsty Wiebeck. Thank you both for doing the quiz so much. Thank you, John. Thank you for having me. And Good luck with your uh, comedy festival shows. How can people get tickets and see you? 
Uh, well, it's plastered all over my socials um, at Kirsty Webeck, W-E-B-E-C-K, and also thatname.com is my website. Otherwise, um, if you're in Melbourne, um, you can go on the Comedy Festival website. Uh, but on my website is all my tour dates for um, the whole country, so that's probably the best spot. Excellent. And Ivan? So for me... People don't need to remember how to spell my surname. <laughs> so uh, I, I made it easier for people to remember. It's Ivan Comedy, in, even in English, not even Ivan. So I, ivancomedy.com.au, that's my website, or ivancomedy.com.au on Instagram or Twitter, and there'll be the link from my website. So everything, everything as same as Kirsty's website, all the tour dates and links to buy tickets will be on my website. Excellent. Well, it's a real treat having you both on the, on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, John. Yeah. Thank you. That was okay. fun. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my guests this week, Ivan Arrestigieta and Kirsty Wiebeck. I'm so sorry I got your name wrong at the top of the show, Christy. It won't happen again. Thank you, as always, to the wonderful Cindy McDonald for writing the questions. And thank you to those of you who continue to give so generously to this podcast. I really love reading your comments and finding out what it is you like about the show. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.